In today's show, we look at Sunday in the NBA, players you can add to help you in points leagues or category leagues, and then have a look at the chunks. The five days upcoming after that, Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore b-ball on TikTok at redrock underscore b-ball on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball and on Substack at joshlloyd48.substack.com. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We're looking ahead to Sunday, Sunday streamers. Who can we add for each category? Who can we add for Yahoo and ESPN points leagues to help us get us over the hump? And then looking at the next five days, so Sunday through Thursday, some guys with elevated value there that we might be able to add for that little bit of chunk of value. So, warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) Start with Yahoo points leagues. All of these players are available in over 50% of leagues. And if you want to look for someone to add to give you that extra boost on Sunday, these are the guys I'm looking at. And people ask, is there any order that Josh prioritizes these? These guys are listed at the time of me recording this in the order that I think who will score the most fantasy points on Sunday. And that can change when things change, odds change, opponent ins and outs change, their team's ins and outs change. And I'm recording this at 5.15 p.m. on Saturday before Sunday's game. So remember that. But these guys are all available in 50% plus of leagues. Zach Collins, fouled out last game, only played 22 minutes. I wouldn't use that or hold that against him, but he's a really solid add while Jakob Pertl is out and Jakob Pertl is out. Malik Monk, he's on a real hot streak. Yeah, he is playing good minutes, closing minutes at times and scoring well and getting a ton of assists. I really love what Malik Monk's role is and he's a great add. Dyson Daniels, because we've got Herb Jones and Brandon Ingram out again. So the Dustbuster probably gets another start. Probably, I would guess so. He started last game. He was okay there. There's value in that. 30-minute starter is good value. Little John Concha. Okay! Last couple of games from Little John haven't been great, but while Des Bain is out, he's going to play 30 minutes. And that 30 minutes is enough to provide fantasy value in a points league and a category league. Justice Winslow. Yeah, look, there's probably less value in Winslow because we do assume that uh, Damian Lillard returns, but Winslow can still play 25 minutes. And there's still something in that to stream him in. Because after you see, after those first couple, it's pretty slim pickings, to be honest. Jose Alvarado. Now, he will come off the bench, most likely, with CJ McCollum available. So, yeah, that value does drop pretty considerably. But Alvarado might still play 20 minutes, 25 minutes. We don't know that exactly, of course. But there is an opportunity for him. He played 24 minutes last game off the bench. So there is something there that is um, useful in uh, Jose Alvarado. Manuel quickly, big game on Saturday. Do I trust Tom Thibodeau on the Knicks? Of course I don't. Do I trust quickly to even be consistent himself? He's got so many factors that work against him. He's got Captain Comover, who'll juggle the minutes every game. Then he's got his own inconsistencies. But again, it is slim pickings on Sunday here for guys who are going to be available and provide good value and quickly can be one of those players. And then with Ben Simmons out, Smoke and Joe Harris has been starting, playing huge minutes, exceeding the value of Seth Curry really comfortably. 
Do I feel great about Joe Harris considering how bad he was in those games like early last week? No, not really. But the current trend is pushing him that direction. We have these trends with guys like Monk and Tim Hardaway. Yes, Tim Hardaway is a must-roster player um, for the moment until he cools off. Yeah, Malik Beasley, these sort of players, we see the hot streaks and then we see the cold streaks and Harris is playing well and the minutes and opportunity are there. So he's at least worth a look. Now, I cut the cutoff for me in ESPN as 30%. So anyone rostered under 30% of leagues is available to stream. And there's just so many good names here. The Shark, Bruce Brown. Baby shark, do, 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 do. He's a good ad. It's good ad for Sunday. Trey Murphy. I think he's like 17% rostered in ESPN. I mean, sure. Everyone in ESPN just pays no attention, I guess. Uh, Killian Hayes. Yeah, he's under 30% rostered. Killian Hayes should be rostered in all leagues. He won't be as good as what he was Thursday against Dallas. That's pretty clear, but he's been really solid. Um, Malik Monk, Zach Collins, Dyson Daniels, the Dustbuster. We just spoke about all of those guys. Um, and then there is Bones Highland, the big stiffy, who is just getting such phenomenal usage off the bench. Even if it is 22, 23 minutes, yeah, 30, 30 plus usage is amazing. And that's what generates so much fantasy points value. And you know, we're seeing that with Bones at the moment. So he's a good ad. And then there's little John Conchar again. What? Yep. He's worth a stream in an ESPN points league for Sunday. If we transition to category leagues, and we will, actually, we'll do it in a second because today's episode is brought to you by Turo. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget across the US, the UK, Canada, and Australia. Book a spacious SUV or minivan for a family road trip. Get a classic or luxury car for a special event, birthday, or holiday. Find affordable economy cars if you're on a budget and just need to get from A to B. And test drive that new electric vehicle you've had your eye on to see how it fits in your everyday life. Many Turo hosts can even deliver the car right to you. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Forget boring rental cars and find your drive at Turo, T-U-R-O, Turo.com. Let's look at category leagues now who we're streaming in for the points category. And that name at the top of the list, I don't feel particularly comfortable with because he's been really bad lately. But this also goes to show just the complete uncertainty of getting points off the waiver wire. It is a rough Sunday. And the name at the top of that list is Seth Curry, who has had some big scoring nights, like 20 plus, and then like games of four or five. It's really tough to trust him at the moment. He's lost a ton of value to Joe Harris, but who knows? Maybe this is the game that it pushes back up. Um... Yeah, Joe Harris is another stream option. Maybe you could look at Tony Warren as well in Brooklyn. I feel a little bit uncertain about where his role is, but his first game back was pretty strong. So throw him into that mix too. Um, in Detroit, we've got Alec Burks. Alec Berg. Emmanuel Quickly for the Knicks. Kevin Love is available in a lot of leagues now. And I don't love Love. I didn't mean to say it like that. I don't um, prioritize Love as a longer term ad. But on days like this, yeah, sure. Like great low volume stream when we're looking for some points and threes and boards, but not a must roster player. Kater Bates-Diop with um, Jeremy Sohan out. He's going to most likely start. Zohan now. And he's been pretty good when he's been given opportunities this season. Jose Alvarado and then Austin Reeves. As I said, look, that's pretty rough, right? In terms of options to help you in the points category. Not a lot of great options there. For streaming threes, it's the first two names again, Harrison Curry. Kevin Love. One who's available in nearly every league is Damian Lee, who honestly is just an elite three-point shooter at this point. He's probably going to cool off a little bit from where he is, but with the extra opportunity afforded to him with Cam Johnson and Chris Paul out and Tory Craig questionable, he's going to get minutes and he's probably going to bang in three threes. 
Alec Burke's good three-point shooter. Landry Shamet as well. Opportunities for him. Now, Shamet can do almost nothing else. But hitting those threes is what he does. Sam Hauser. The minutes have gone down a little bit for Hauser recently, which is somewhat of a concern. But if he plays 15 minutes, yeah, there's two to three triples there. And then there is Grant Williams, whose minutes have actually gone up at the expense of Hauser over the last two games. And Williams is, by the percentages, an elite three-point shooter. I don't, he's not the volume shooter that Hauser is, but he's been knocking him down. So you might get two or so out of Grant Williams there. Four rebounds. Golfing a Charlie Bassey. Are we, are we doing it again? He was really good last game with Collins in foul trouble or fouling out. Bassey was in the G League prior to that, but then he came in and put up one of those per-minute Bassey brilliances. Brilliances? Anyway, I was trying to alliterate and it didn't work. Bassey is a risky proposition, but if they do play him over Roby and Jeng and 20 minutes off the bench behind Collins, which I am not certain they do, then he has some appeal. Andre Drummond had been playing well and played like six minutes last game. So I don't, is he, are they phasing him out of the rotation with all the changes they made? I don't know, but he is a rebound option. Kevin Love. Yep. We know about Kevin Love as a rebounder. He's great. Jalen Duran, good rebounder. Dyson Daniels, the starting minutes, and he is a big, big wing guard. So good, good rebound value there. And then you get to the desperation stakes. DeAndre Jordan, that's desperation. And then there's Grant Williams and Kata Bates-Diop who at least have the minutes upside to grab some more rebounds and be useful there. For assists, it's a barren wasteland. Dyson Daniels, probably the best one out there. Um, Jose Alvarado. Tyus Jones. The Rabbit Hunter, Alex Caruso. Be very quiet. I'm hunting rabbits. Um, Caruso, the starting point guard in Chicago now, taken over from Ayo Desumu. And that means that Caruso... We talked about this in the preseason that I thought when Lonzo wasn't ready that they would start Caruso because to me, he's a clearly better player than Desumu. Um, and he would have been a good fantasy option late rounds for assists and steals. But then they said, no, we're going to go with Desumu. And that meant Caruso's value was suppressed. But that's changed now. Caruso's value is back up. Add him. And some real value for him on this weekend as well. Timothy John McConnell is what he does. He gets assists. Andrew Nembhard also gets assisting. He had double digits last game. He's been so impressive. I was not into him as a draft prospect at all. He is an older player, so we'll see what that means you know, for the future for him. But he's been really good, and he seems to be slotting in nicely as a starter on this team. All right, here's a question. I know Nempart is starting, and Matherin's coming off the bench. Who do you think's been more impactful for that team? It's, it's Matherin, but I don't think the gap between what they've done for the Pacers this season is as large as you know, Kia Rookie of the Year ladders would suggest. Matherin is still the better prospect and the better player and being the more impactful player. I'm not, don't get me wrong. But the gap between those two, I don't think is as big as, as might be expected. Hmm. Manuel Quickly. We just hope. Manuel Quickly, 30 minutes a night is a top 70 player. I don't know when it's ever going to happen, but that's what it is. And it just frustrates me that Tom Thibodeau, more so than giving Obi Toppin a role, because I'm not as big of a Toppin guy. But... And I wasn't a big quickly guy at all coming out of college. I thought it was a terrible pick, and I was completely wrong on that. But he's been really good, and I just it's frustrating me that he gets limited so much. And then Goran Dragic, who had sort of been phased a little bit out, and then last game really bumped it back up. And he can get some assists. He's at least worth having a crack at there. If you go to steals, this is where we can really get value. There's a ton of steals, guys. Alex Caruso, Javante Green, both new starters for the Bulls. Green's value is in high field goal percentage, steals, and out-of-position blocks. So there you go. Jose Alvarado and Dyson Daniels, that is what they do. Daniels does a lot of things, but they get steals. All of these guys, Caruso, Green, Alvarado, Daniels, 
can get three steals in a game. Quentin Grimes, that's what he is in the starting lineup to do, and the minutes have been pretty solid. Andrew Nempard, probably not quite as good there. And then TJ McConnell, he's a five-steal upside player. Shit, he's a 10-steal upside player. He's not, but I mean, he's done it before, so I guess you have to um, actually say that he is a 10-steal upside player, which is crazy to say. And then Emmanuel Quickly has almost doubled his steal rate, I think, this season, really getting a lot of steals. So he becomes an option there as well. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net, your number one source for betting info, stats, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for all professional sports, amateur leagues, football, basketball, soccer, esports. It's all there at BetOnline.net. We have got the NFL Week something, 13, I guess. The Los Angeles Chargers are two-and-a-half-point road dogs against the Raiders, and they need to win to keep their playoff hopes alive. I think they can do it because... Who likes the Raiders? So let's hope the Chargers can get it done over the Raiders there. But all of the Week 13 action, I think it's Week 13, is up at betonline.net, the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. Don't forget to gamble responsibly. Let's stream in some blocks. There's a few options here. Goldfinger, yeah, maybe, like maybe Charlie Bassey. Again, I'm really skeptical of it, but you never know. Dan Gafford, he'd been playing like six minutes, seven minutes, eight minutes. Then last game, they went, nah, nah, we're going to play Gafford and Porzingis together. And I was like, okay. He played like 20 minutes, Gaff, and blocked six shots. Was that extra minutes because he was blocking shots? Was it a change in philosophy from Wes Unsell Jr.? I don't know. But give him 15 minutes, he's a block streamer. Definitely something to watch. Jalen Duran. Really interesting on Sunday to watch the Bagley-Duran minute split. Some games Duran closes, some games it's Bagley. Brandon Clark, Isaiah Jackson. Yeah, that's a rough one. But when you're looking for blocks, this is a four-block upside player. And there's not many of those guys around. So Patrick Williams can be a block stream, but he's not a four-block upside player. He might get one. Isaiah Hartenstein, with the minutes that he gets, he's not a four-block upside player. He's not as good of a permanent blocker than Jackson as well. And then Santi Aldama has been getting quite a few blocks, but the minutes are well down. So you've got some options at the top there. Gafford, if that's the rotation they go. Duran's a good blocker. Bassey can be good. Jackson can be good. There's not, not bad block options available. For field goal percentage, Brandon Clark is the one at the top there. Then Gafford and Duran. DeAndre Jordan. Javante Green. Charlie Bassey. Andre Drummond and Isaiah Jackson. Players that we've already mentioned before. And then for free throw percentage, Austin Reeves. Really like what he's doing. He's a good free throw shooter. Volume is often an issue there. Emmanuel Quickly and Kevin Love, really good free throw guys. Cam Reddish, that's going to come down to whether he actually plays enough, but he's a good free throw shooter. Seth Curry, Damian Lee, Derek Rose, good free throw shooter also. And then Grant Williams, an excellent, excellent free throw shooter. So let's look at the next five days. And let's look at the guys who play a selection of low volume games there. So we're looking at Nuggets players. These are all guys are available in over 40% of leagues on Yahoo using the basic Yahoo roster percentage calculation. So Bones Highland, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, three games for those guys over the next five days on low-volume days. So the low-volume days coming up, we've got Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, not Wednesday, Thursday. So three games on those days. Same goes for Caleb Martin and the Winter Soldier Max Struess in Miami. The Heat have got a great schedule in week eight with four quality games. So they have got three qualities over the next five days. Lil John Concha. Which one haven't I played today? I think I haven't played this one. Yeah! Or maybe it was what? What? Anyway, Conchar has two quality games over the next five days 
as does Killian Hayes, who should be rostered anyway. Zach Collins has got a weird situation where he plays Sunday and then he doesn't play again until Thursday. But in that five-game period, yes, the two quality games count. Actually, Conchar's in a weird spot too because, yes, over the next five days, he has two quality games. Sunday, Monday. And then he doesn't have another one until Saturday. So... It's why context is always important as well. So I can put these up and say, hey, John Conchar's got two quality games over the next five days. John Conchar's got two quality games in the next two days. Zach Collins has got two quality games in the next five days on day one and day five. So there's a big gap in the middle. And how you maneuver your roster is going to look on the surface, two qualities from Johnny Conchar, two qualities from Zach Collins is the same thing. But it is very, very different. It's very different. Grant Williams also has two low-volume games over the next five days. So if we look at the next five days just as a totality of guys that we can look at um, and where their volume is, including some high-volume days, there are three players to me that stand out that you want to make sure you grab who you will be even starting them, I think, on the high-volume days. And that is Killian Hayes, three games over the next five days, and I think he's startable even on the high-volumes. Malik Monk's only got two games, but I think that two games is actually useful enough to grab him and use him. And John Conchar, I reckon you would start even on the high volume day. That's borderline, but I think you would. These other guys have solid value over the next three days, but it's probably a little bit more iffy. It's more on a on a total value basis there versus um, you know, because they've got three versus other teams having two or one. So it's Bones Highland, Grant Williams, KCP, Marcus Morris, and Caleb Martin. And you've got to all balance this stuff out. But just a bunch of names that I think you guys should be paying attention to. And that, guys. We'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on Odyssey. And when you are here on YouTube, why don't you thumb it up? And why don't you leave your comments down below? And more, more, more importantly, most importantly, hit subscribe. Guys, we're done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Uh, see ya.